All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Cryptocosm. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute, but uh, today I got a special guest. Uh, he has quite an interesting story and a really interesting platform. And uh, he, he has a, a, a great experience in the traditional financial space. Um, he has also some pretty interesting stories to share. He has shared with me, but I definitely want him to share with you guys in uh, how also about how he got into the crypto space. And uh, anyways, uh, before I continue all yapping, Matt Dixon, welcome to the Cryptocosm. And please do share us a little bit about yourself and share us your origin story into the Cryptoverse slash Cryptocosm. Take it away. Pleasure to be with you, Marcus and viewers. Um, real pleasure. So thank you for having me. Yeah, I've had, um, well, for me, obviously, an exciting journey. I've actually been a financial trader all my life. I traded for um, a top Saudi family for many, many years. I actually started off trading in the UK for myself and did very, very well, believe it or not, in the early, mid-80s. And I was trading um, a lot of those new privatization issues. I made a bit of money out of those. And then I got into penny nice. shares and started doing a bit of background research and made a lot of money out of that. Um, the 87 crash came along and I got absolutely smashed. I actually had to go and work for a bank to pay off the debts because basically I was trading um, you know, there was T plus 15, which meant you could settle your trades 15 days later or T plus 14, whatever it was at the time. Um, you could settle your trades later. So I was over leveraged. When the crash came, I got smashed in 1987 but i recovered after working paying the debt off and uh, got back into trading but obviously through these things and then we had the 2000 crash the dot-com boom and crash um so these all teach you lessons along the way and the last one was the 2008 financial crash which is almost the the crash to end all crashes um, it almost sunk the whole financial world and oh. i actually um was trading through that but rather than as in the previous crashes, losing a lot of money, I actually made a lot of money out of that crash because I had learned some lessons. Um, I was selling the high-risk pairs, basically selling Australian dollar against the yen on the FX stage at the time. Did really, really well. Did well for a Saudi family. We made a lot of money. Um, and that's what set me on the road back into trading. I set up um, a regulated algorithmic fund, regulated in London, which did really well. Good performance, low drawdown. It was good. But the problem is I wasn't making really any appreciable money out of it. All the regulatory costs were so high and it's hard to attract money to what people see as a speculative business. So um, my wife at the time said, you need to go back to your education. So I actually went and did a master's degree. So very late in life, I did this master's degree. But also on the back of that, or before that really, my son, when he was um, very young age, Said he had his Christmas money. He said, Dad, I want to buy some Bitcoin. I said, Don't be silly, Daniel. I said, <laughs> Buy something you're going to enjoy, like a, like a bike, like you know, a bicycle. And he said, No, Dad, I want to buy Bitcoin. I said, All right, you waste your money. It's yours now. You uh, do that. So right. he bought Bitcoin. Yeah, he bought Bitcoin at the very, very beginning and held on to it all the way. And it's not something I'd have done. He's got a great mentality to do that, but he's done very, very well. So following this master's degree, um, I was still running the FX fund, it was an algorithmic fund in London, but um, I got talking to a lot of the professors. One of the things we looked into 
was the reasons for the financial crash of 2008. Now, obviously, I was, I was aware of those reasons because I traded successfully through it. But the real reason was a failure of the ratings agencies. So basically, ratings agencies were slapping AAA ratings on things that were clearly not AAA, and it caused a massive misallocation of assets. So in discussions with professors, and my son also said, Dad, you need to get into crypto. So I listened to my son a bit there, a very wise young man. Um, I spoke to some of the professors, one of them, Professor Andros Gregorio. He's an eminent professor, well-recognized. He's published well over 100 academic papers, peer-reviewed now. Um, he has um, presented evidence and advice to the Bank of England and to other regulatory bodies. So he's um, really at the forefront of um, really the, the issues, liquidity issues. I mean, his main focus of research is liquidity and value. Um, that kind of thing. So he's the ideal person to speak to. I actually spoke to a number of professors there, and uh, I put together the idea of developing an unbiased ratings agency. That's eBay.io. So unbiased meaning that we're basing on all of the academic evidence that's been accumulated from Nobel Prize winners over many years' worth of research, but then we're integrating that with the very latest technology, AI, you know, artificial intelligence, machine mm -hmm. learning, to continually upgrade these algorithms, and make sure they come out with really current, powerful information. So this really democratizes the landscape. It enables people to get proper information on the thousands of cryptocurrencies that are out there. So we launched this platform, we launched the MVP back in April, and we've um, continued to develop from there. We now have over a thousand assets on the platform, and it's proved to have predictive value. So we've done some testing, we're developing all sorts of products off the back of it because this rating is phenomenal. It's not, there's no human bias. So we can't be corrupted like the ratings agencies of 2008 and um, completely incorruptible because it's purely run by computer, by algorithms, by artificial intelligence. So we have no part to play in how the ratings play out. But it does have true, real predictive value. We've actually even given money to influencers and told them trade our signals and they've done it and made a lot of money, made more than the market. We've done proper academic back testing of the algorithms and been able to do 2x the market with no additional risk. So these are just phenomenal results. And it's free for you, free for anybody to use at the moment. That might change in the future, <laughs> but for now, it's free. We just want to get the worldwide adoption of a truly unbiased crypto ratings platform. And the ratings, by the way, just very briefly, can actually be used to for any liquid asset class. So we could roll out for other assets. There would obviously be some tweaks needed to be made. But we oh. decided to tackle possibly the most difficult asset class that there is at the moment, which is cryptocurrency. It's highly volatile. Um, it's very much a sort of um, black box. Nobody really knows all the different projects. So it's very important, we feel, that we created this system mm -hmm. to just create a level playing field for everybody to know where to allocate capital to make the best use of their money. So in a long nutshell, that's that's how yeah. we started, my background. Yeah, yeah, and uh, now that you cover uh, quite a lot of points though, but you know, I, I would like to, you know, like take, uh, you know, uh, take us back to around 2008, because uh, 2008, I, uh, I think I was just uh, like in my junior year back in the United States, and you know, I had no clue about you know Standard of Poor's or Moody's or, or the other rating agencies. But 
um, of course, I, re I do remember, uh, you know, seeing the crash and um, especially in the States, uh, I'll just give you kind of like a, a story of, uh, I would say a very close friend of mine uh, in Texas. They're like a Hispanic family. They work for uh, a, a typical big American company. You know, I'm sure you're familiar with 401k, you know, you, you know, for yeah. your retirement and stuff. So, um, uh, that 401k uh, after the crash became 1k and a lot of <laughs> families, a lot of people, I know I, 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 I kind of, I mean, we, we still joke about it, but at the same time, we do remember <laughs> like, wow, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people not only just trust the rating agencies, they trust the corporations. And, you know, there was a lot of, uh, I would, uh, I'll, I'll use an American street term, a lot of grifting. There's a lot of <laughs> going on, like, you know, just a, lot, a little bit of, uh, I, I don't know how to call it, white collar shenanigans, how you want to uh, phrase it. But yeah. it, it, it was interesting to, you know, to see that and, um, you, you know, Things a lot of people had to start their life all over again. You know, saving you know eighteen years of you know your time. That I mean, then you know start over again. I was working for Walmart and the logistics side, so uh, Walmart was able to hire a lot of these people from the same small town USA. But I, I remember as you know someone you know getting an internship and you know listening to their stories, and I'm just like, wow, you know. So uh, you know, the, the, that's when I started to. You know, like kind of like try to dive in into the history of money and learning about how the financial system works, not just the United States, but looking at ancient China and all that. You know, I, I kind of like went into this sort of this conspiracy theorist kind of role, you know, I wouldn't say theorist, I would say a conspiracy analyst. But uh, long story short, uh, just started to look into, uh, you know, ways to how to, I mean, personally for me, I had this journey of trying to increase my wealth, increase my personal power, and also my personal influence also in, in some small way or another, whether it be a podcaster or whether to be in an association. So I, 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 I would like, I would like for you to kind of like, you know, share your story about dealing with some of the I think you you were focused you were laser focused on the ratings agencies, you know. So, what was your your emotional or your experience seeing, you know, how these agencies, you know, did the ratings, and you know, were you surprised or were you kind of aware? I mean, just kind of give yeah. us a background. No, good point. I mean, I was genuinely I had learned a lot of lessons throughout my trading career. And so I was very much in touch with the markets and what's going on with the central banks and with the money printing um, and, the, and the state of the economy and so on. And the fact that I actually did a talk in Jordan three weeks before the crash happened. And the talk was entitled A Thousand Pips Within One Month. Now, a pip is basically it's just a fraction of a cent. Um, okay. It's a big, big movement. If you're talking a thousand pips, it's a massive movement. So I actually did a talk in Jordan one month before, sorry, three weeks before the actual crash happened and and I was being questioned what's going to cause this you know why is it going to happen I said basically you can just see it all there the ninja mortgages that's no income no job application <laughs> yeah 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 uh, oh, corruption going on it's just total corruption everywhere so it was really just um an accident waiting to happen 
So to actually pinpoint the timing of it was extremely difficult. I've been expecting it for some time. And I actually was, um, was under pressure because I was expecting it to happen sooner, sooner than it actually did. But it still happened within that month. As I say, it happened three weeks later. And I was selling Australian yen like there was no tomorrow. That was falling rapidly. So I sold it 104. It went all the way down to 86 cents. Um, it was a phenomenal move in the market. And it's, uh, what it reminded me of, uh, which a film came out much later, was The Big Short. And those guys could also see they were far smarter than me, but I still managed to get it to read from all the information that's out there. I managed to make the right conclusion. Those guys actually did the research themselves from the, from the ground, from the, from the very basics, and identified the problems that there were with the CBOs, you know, collateralized debt obligations and mm-hmm. um, all this collateralizing of mortgage debt and the, and the way that was done through the various tranches. And so I saw it all all unraveling and made money out of it. I told people about it. I don't think anyone believed me at the time. I was at this conference and there's quite a big audience and everyone was asking me, but why? And I was talking about the hole in the wall. It's just like, you know, and like borrowing off your credit card and for, for future living and so on. It's not sustainable long term. And yeah. back to the misrating of everything. So ratings are key to it all. And when I was on my master's degree, I did say that one thing we should do as an educational thing is actually watch the big short. It's almost a, like a, it's a kind of comedy documentary kind of thing. It's a you know, it's yeah. just a crazy film, but it's so true. Um, I think it just will teach us what happened then. Um, what's interesting is I don't think the world has recovered since that time from this massive overhang of debt in fact we've continued to increase the debt and increase the debt and increase the debt and this covid thing where debt has been just gone completely out of control and if you look at a chart of the actual rise of the level of debt in the us or anywhere in the world it has just yeah. gone parabolic and this cannot be sustained and so there will be another time of reckoning uh, we haven't even got over the last one i think it's just sticking plasters and the sticking plaster was just print money to cover it up. This COVID thing, I think, is purely, I mean, I know it's obviously it's been a very serious thing, but I just mean it will be hijacked and used as an excuse for what caused the financial system to to eventually implode. Mm-hmm. This is why we know why Bitcoin came into existence in around 2008, around that sort of time, right. all because of the corruption and the problems with centralization. So centralization, if you think about it, has been the cause of most world problems. It's the cause of most wars. It's the cause of most disputes. It's the cause of the financial crash, centralization of power to people who are unfit to wield that power. And that's the truth of the matter. And so this is why democratization has just been accelerating and accelerating. And even that will um, is not really the, the right answer. That can go too far because balance is always the best way with everything. So this democratization and talking about secrecy and no KYC and AML and all this kind of stuff, there's got to be some level of order um, to what we're doing. But democratization is important because it does give opportunity to people all over the world, whether you're in um, you know, some far off isolated community somewhere, wherever you are, with crypto, the way it's going, this provides opportunity for everybody. So this decentralization is an amazing development. We just need to grasp it properly and try to build a framework of proper regulation so that we can make this um, 
can grow the whole structure into something that will truly benefit everybody in the world. And it's more efficient. It's a better way of doing it. Um, I do think there's such opportunity here. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Man. Uh, because when I think of like, you know, cryptocurrencies, uh, well, you know, personally for me, but I can also attest to, you know, many other younger people too, uh, you know, they see it has, you know, an incredible opportunity, you know, like, uh, not just, not, not just, you know, just some, Hey, let's make lots of money and stuff and, you know, live the high life. But, um, I, 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 I guess in my personal story would be, it's a, a great opportunity for people to create intergenerational family wealth in some sense, you know, like just the way, um, uh, how do you say like this technology? I mean, uh, like with, with the blockchain and cryptography and how it's applied, not only just in the monetary system or, or you know, so, uh, other aspects of our life. Because especially like you know, the uh, you know, it, it is revolutionary the way we use the internet, the way we use our information, and also money. And in, in terms of information, a lot of information, like you know, we don't have financial control. Uh, it, it's all done, you know, with certain centers of power, whether it's Amazon, Facebook, Apple, whoever. But here now, we have the transactional privacy. We have the option to sell our data, you know, and we can make, you know, we can get returns out of it, you know, instead of simply, uh, you know, all these other organizations, they're making, you know, like millions and billions, you know, selling data, you know, without our permission and stuff. So there's, there's so much of... Uh, incredible applications opportunities so uh, and I, I i think what i liked about uh you know because i did look at you know with uh the, the ebay dashboard and stuff and you know with my you know with my kind of work you know i'm always looking for interesting projects you know so uh, you know and I, I did see some out of the blue i was a little surprised like oh wait a minute so but when i look at the dashboard and the fundamentals and stuff I'm like, wait a minute, did this project it looks really good, you know, you know, so it, it, it you know, uh, it, and I, I was impressed. I'm like, wow, this is, this, this thing has value. I could, I don't have to be a professional trader, a regular Joe like me can use it. And, and the craziest part, I like, uh, I know I mentioned to you earlier, but you know, I have, you know, you, you know, um, subscribe to different financial newsletters. Many of my friends, you know, we all are trying to get information and stuff and you're giving it for free. I'm just like, wait, what is going on? That that's, that's I, I, I think the point I'm trying to say is you are delivering a lot of value. So, um, uh, I mean, could you tell, I mean, share just a little bit, you know, why, you know, uh, yeah. is I mean, there like a method yeah. to your madness? <laughs> like, we hope so. Yeah. It, is, it is a phenomenal project. The, the good thing about it is there are actually a lot of really good projects out there. What One thing I love about eBay is it actually always, I think it just gives value at every level. So yes, it enables and empowers investors at every level to choose the right projects to invest in or the best projects to invest in. It actually enables and empowers projects themselves to improve their own, um, you know, to improve their own development, their own um, structures, to try to to get better and better. So there, I actually don't believe there are any losers in the business that we do. Um, mm -hmm. The good thing about it is, it is genuinely a universal mm -hmm. cryptocurrency. 
you know, eBay is universal because we're actually rating, I mean, we currently rate over a thousand. We, we're, we're adding a lot at a on a regular, you know, 300 a month we're adding. So we hope to eventually be rating everything that's rateable out there. If there's data available, we hope to rate it. Uh, so ours is a truly universal use case. So you're looking at a use case. The use case is what is, you know, what's the business used for? It rates everything. But then what is the utility of it? Well, we can use the ratings to enable or to inform asset management. Um, so, for example, ourselves, we have our own proprietary fund. And we're just about to launch a proprietary fund, active fund, an eBay active, um, basically an AI fund, which will use um, our ratings to inform asset uh, allocation decisions, when to buy, when to sell, etc. And we've done all the testing on this, and it is very, very effective. As I say, it outperforms the market on a 2x basis with no additional risk. It doesn't mean it always goes up. It will go along with the market up and down. But overall, we're outperforming the market on a two-times basis with no additional risk. That's this, this no additional risk is actually the very important caveat that people need to listen to because you can improve performance, but normally it involves increasing the risk. But if you can increase performance without increasing the risk, you're onto something powerful. Um, why are we offering it for free? We probably won't be able to offer the whole thing for free forever, but we want to make this basically get everybody to understand that this is the way to do to do ratings. It's got to be unbiased. It's got to be without human input and intervention. So. If you, I mean, I do know there's rating agencies out there that have a panel of so-called experts that rate stuff, but our ratings are upgraded every single day at the moment, and it's going to get quicker and quicker, but we're rating, upgrading our ratings every single day. Now, a panel of so-called professionals cannot rate thousands of cryptos and, and, and fully address all the issues every single day. So we've built a multi-factor system which, as I say, is based on all the academic theory from Nobel Prize winners to, you know, multi-factor models over throughout the um, throughout financial academic history, really, of how these should be built, what factors are important. And then we can use the AI and the ML to actually get the right balance of these factors. And then the other thing is that we address, which so many people can't address, is much of the data that's available is incorrect data. It's not accurate data. And so we've got such amazing researchers within the team. We're actually partnered with Brighton University in the UK, and we're also partnered with Peking University in China. And we're talking okay. to other top universities around the world, harnessing their research expertise and talent to come to bear on what we're doing with the ratings. And one of the interesting things you can do, you can actually identify when the data that's being fed in is false data. Maybe it's not a normal distribution. And you can automatically actually adjust that data to get the right data and to ensure that the data that you're inputting, because obviously they say um, rubbish in, rubbish out, I think is the saying, as the saying goes. So okay, we need yeah. to ensure you not need to have the best model available, and we believe we've got that. And using AI and ML, we're continually upgrading so it will stay ahead of the field. But you also need to ensure that you're feeding the right data into the model, and the model knows how to handle the data and how to identify if data isn't correct. So we think with the amazing research that we've got, the research team that we've got, um, we think we've answered all the questions. And then at some point, well, the thing is we're monetizing it through the fund, so we will be, um, we will be launching our AI fund very, very shortly. People can stake their EVI into that, 
and get rewards from the fund. We will be retaining some, so they'll probably get, you know, just as an example, there's a range of figures, but just say, for example, we get 80% of the return. If we're performing two times the market with no additional risk, then if you can get 80% of the returns that we're offering within the fund, you're onto a winner. It's a really good investment for people to have um, just by staking into the fund. The 20% that we retain is used for continual development of the, of the systems. So obviously, it's not for free. We actually raise That's a lot okay. of money, and we continually raise money to, to go into the research. But because we're a very well-funded project, it means that we can afford to offer this for free so that it becomes a totally universal system that anybody can actually benefit from, that we continue to upgrade. And when the time comes, it'll be monetized just through people making money themselves out of the fund. So the monetization is actually, um, there's, there's no conflict of interest there because there's no human bias and it will all pay for itself in that way. That's the utility of the token. So eBay has a great future. There's, a, there's also a burn policy that, that, that will be implemented. So any um, operating profits that are made will be used to buy and burn eBay tokens. So the supply will go down and down and down. And we've got so many things that are going to be launched that um, we're just about to launch a new roadmap to, to sort of tell people about all the exciting things that are coming. There's a lot of exciting stuff. And we believe eBay is going to be the rating platform of the future. And also, just the, the reason it was named eBay, by the way, just an interesting point. Um, in the beginning of eBay, we wondered, I actually had the logo as a sort of, if you remember the Terminator logo with the Terminator robot kind of thing, the T, whatever yeah. it was, T, the robot. Um, oh, right, right, yeah. And I thought of Eve being the mother of all life. So I thought of Eve A, so Eve with artificial intelligence being the mother yeah. of all artificially intelligent life. Um, so we called this robot Eve A, basically. Um, that's how the name originally came about. But then we later just sort of changed it because when I was doing my master's degree, um, we learned about a financial acronym called um, it's basic, basically economic value added, which is EVA. And then if you if you sort of combine that with artificial intelligence, that again combines to give us EVA. So there's two kinds of stories that um, how EVA came into place. But it's not just something that's just picked out of uh, you know out of the out of the air. There was a bit of thought mm -hmm. went into why we should call it eBay. And so we're very proud of that name. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because uh, it, it, the eBay, because the, it's economic value, right? And then artificial intelligence. Economic value, yeah, economic value added. And then we just sort of compress it with artificial intelligence. So intelligence. it's eBay. And then the mm -hmm. A is common, so it's AI. So that's how we get the eBay, basically. Um, and, okay, okay. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Um... Yeah, I mean, basically, I think it's good not to just pick a name out of the air that sounds good. I think it's good to have a real reason behind the name of a business. Okay. That for the people who know, it actually means something. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, because I, I, I actually wanted to, uh, you know, kind of push back uh, on the in terms of you know like the algorithm or you know what you uh how you guys you know like you know uh collect the data or put in the information so but i think you already uh uh answered that you know because, because i'm sure that, like you know a lot of people would uh, uh kind of uh, uh ask questions regarding 
let the, the data that you guys are receiving to be able to provide, uh, you know, quality data, but you guys already have your own algorithms that kind of like, uh, make sure that, okay, uh, this is the right kind of information. There's no deviation. So, uh, so okay. So I mean, you kind of answered that anyway. So, but I was kind of cu curious to know, you know, so, uh, because, it, because I guess in the end, trying to create this program, you do need some sort of uh, human input, right? But of course, it has to be so sort of... Build in the first place, every decentralized autonomous organization needs to have, is actually built in the first place. So even arti you know, artificial intelligent robots are built in the first place and have to be programmed and information in, in a way equals, you know, in, enables the information that comes out. So I did quite a bit of research into AI as well myself, but we've got some of the world leading AI professors working we, we actually also sponsor PhDs to work on the AI element of what we're doing. So we're actually developing our own specific brand new AI techniques that work, that work with, our, with our project. So we're not just getting stuff off the shelf. And, and a lot of this stuff can't be taken off the shelf. You have to develop it yourself, develop it in-house. Um, and that's where you get the real, you know, the real IP value, but the real value to the, to the ratings itself, because it's, it's, it is, groundbreaking and the AI techniques and models that are used, you know, we use it, we're kind of using benefits of various different models, but having to program ourselves to get the very best model that works. And as I say, one of the most important things is actually to deal with a lot of the fake information that's out there. So yeah. a lot of the information on, on trading volumes is not correct from a lot of the exchanges. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, there's so yeah. much information out that people are using to make their investment decisions. But it's it's potentially a risk because if the information is not right, your, your decision probably can't be right. No, 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 I'm glad you said that. Yeah, uh, but I'm uh, yeah because I know, I know because uh, you know I'm in, I'm with the crypto exchange space, you know, so uh, that that's also one of the uh, channels out there. Is you know we, we do see uh, like some of the I guess the clients I deal with, you know, many of them are concerned about. Uh, I guess what do you call you know whitewashing of trades or you know these fake volumes and stuff and I mean and, and these are legitimate ones you know these are uh, this is something you know uh, you know projects are concerned because they want to uh, how to say have an efficient price discovery so uh, and this is something uh, uh, that has to be uh, addressed you know so uh, and and, more, and honestly most new folks they they. They don't know that you know they have to look into all that stuff you know like be able to question is this exchange right or not so uh, these are uh, it's always good to be to have critical thinking and especially in this space you know that's why i'm saying really that um whilst this decentralization and democratization is an amazingly good thing for people there does need to be a framework of regulation because there are so many scams out there um you know so much false information so many scams so it's important to have a framework um, we started in the UK. We're now actually based really, we're, we're based now in Dubai. And the Dubai government is absolutely amazing. They're very forward thinking. Um, we're actually talking to, um, the, to regulators, trying to formulate proper standards, a proper framework of standards for cryptocurrency businesses here in Dubai. Um, we think it's very important for, for the progression of the business worldwide. But we just, we're so happy that they're so forward thinking here. That we're actually at the forefront of trying to help um, implement those those standards. To again, it's all about 
just making it a better business for everybody. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, but but speaking of business, though, uh, what I was interested about, like you know, you're able to, uh, you know, get some talented people to come and join you guys. Like you know, talking to people who are doing you know AI. You got you know, uh, gentlemen like uh, I, I forgot the uh, Andreas uh, the the Professor economic Andros Gregorio. Professor Andros. Uh, Professor Andros. Yeah. So like. Uh, I I think what what, what kind of like caught my attention is that you're able to you know bring in some different talent, and you know get get all these brilliant people to work together. So uh, I mean for me that that kind of caught my attention. So like I'm just curious about how, how like uh, how how are you able to do that? Like uh, you know to you know to get them to buy into your vision. How how did that come into play? I I think that to me that was quite interesting. Yeah, I've been very well blessed with the people who've got involved in the business. And I actually believe that the project itself attracts talent because I do think it's a very credible project. It's not difficult to understand why it's needed. You know, all we need to do is just look back at the problems of 2008, the problems in the conventional financial world that everybody was hating bankers and so on. And um, so just to, again, just to democratize it and create this level playing field. So... It's something that researchers in particular are very anxious and very pleased to get involved with because it's what they love. They're actually, that's what they're about. It's about uncovering and identifying truth. I think that's what research is all about. Um, mm -hmm. So it's just something that attracts everybody. And from a business perspective, obviously, the potential for this as a business is phenomenal because um, it is easily monetizable, but that's not a priority. Our priority is to actually produce the goods, first of all, and then we'll look at monetization later. That's actually a business model that a lot of successful businesses have used. If you look at, um, well, lots of the online businesses, first of all, they offer it for free, and that's what we're doing. Um, but we will always try to ensure it's affordable and accessible to everybody because this is a, a tool for, for everybody to benefit everybody. So we will try to ensure that, but maybe some high levels of what we're offering might go behind the paywall. But for now, everything is for free. All right. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. That's uh, good to know. Uh, I, I guess uh, because I think right now your main strategy, your main focus uh, right now is to get the the word out of eBay as well as uh, I guess try to maybe uh, I, I don't know what's the right word like you know to you know to get people to use uh, platforms like eBay like instead of like you know trying to, uh, I guess, fish information from, you know, different unreliable sources, like, hey, there is a better way out there. Trying to, I, I, can, that, I think that, that's kind of like your main uh, message out there, right? To, you know, to get that messaging across. Yeah. yeah, I mean, part of the message about democratization is actually that everybody has useful input. So if anybody does have any smart ideas about where, you know, useful data that we can gather, whether it be on-chain or off-chain, um, then we're looking at many, many upgrades, many other ways to gather information. So we're not a finished, we'll, we probably never will be a finished product. We'll continue to improve and evolve. So evolution is a continuous process. And um, I believe that's the case with eBay. You know, it's the mother of all artificial intelligence life. That was what eBay was built at, at the beginning, but it will continue yeah. to evolve um, and improve. And we're always looking for improvement. And we've already got so much in the pipeline that's coming, but... 
you know, that there'll always be ideas from people because that's the whole point about democratization. Everybody can participate and people will be rewarded. So, you know, we're going to build that in that everybody who contributes in any way will be rewarded. And that's the way a true DAO works. So whilst, as you said, we're not a DAO really to start with, although the thing, the, the actual rating is totally without human intervention. Um, but we hope eventually to become a fully fledged DAO where it will just be, um, you know, there'll be no centralized control of it at all. But you still have to build that, that vehicle in mm -hmm. the first place. So, as I say, everything, even Bitcoin, had to be built in the first place. And, mm -hmm. and that's just the way things are. But you can, you can eventually build something to become self, well, what is it really? It's just self-perpetuating the improvement and, self, and continually improving. That's really the, the process of evolution. Okay. That, yeah. No, I definitely agree with you. Yeah. Uh, no, I, 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 I guess for me, like, you know, because uh, it, 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 I'm kind of curious to know, like, uh, how, how you're getting the, you know, the message of eBay out there. Uh, but, uh, has that bit, uh, I'm sure that's going to be like an ongoing yeah. process trying to educate, okay. I guess, you know, education is going to be uh, uh, one of the main Asking your roadmap, like you know, to get people educated and you know, yeah, uh, enlighten them and show, show them there's a better way. I think that's uh, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, we haven't even focused on marketing for the first stages of the business because we wanted to get something incredible out there, but now we're just beginning to focus on the marketing. We've just got a new marketing manager and we've got a great marketing team and social media team. So, we've actually the number of people visiting the platform just in the past few months has multiplied. Um, I think it's about 20 times. So we're just now really beginning to sort of get traction with the marketing that we're doing. And that will continue to grow and grow. And we're going to be putting more and more mm -hmm. resources towards marketing so that everybody in the world will get to know about what we're doing and everybody will get to use it. Um, and via and the fund, staking into the fund, everybody can financially benefit from it. Um, and that in itself will make it a self-perpetuating um, business so that the more people use it, the more it perpetuates and evolves and gets better. So it's just works for everybody. But yeah, the marketing is only just begun, but it's taking off. We, we were, as I say, 20 times, but our target is to, is to do that probably another 20 times in the next three or four months and another 20 times thereafter because the whole market is exploding. We're, you know, as, as I'm sure you've heard, we're at a stage now where we're actually accelerating at a far greater rate than the internet accelerated um, yeah. back in the day when, it, when the internet just begun. And there's still only about just a small percentage of the world population using cryptocurrency. That is yeah. going to change. And as that changes, the, the whole business, the whole crypto world is going to explode. Uh, and again, it will just, just again, it's just, uh, you know, I think being a universal application applicable to every one of the cryptos out there. I think that just is, you know, augurs very, very well for eBay. No, I, no, I definitely agree with you. Uh, as, I mean, uh, because I, I have seen the charts too. I mean, the way uh, blockchain cryptos is growing way faster than the internet adoption. Um, I, I think what blew my mind like last year, uh, not at the AIBC summit, but it was, uh, so I can't think of, I, I, there, I've been to so many summits over here. Uh, one of the numbers I uh, found out was less than 4% of the world has some knowledge or have some possession on, of crypto, which is, I mean, to me, that is crazy. 
but uh, it, I, I mean, like the, the the rate of development, the rate of technology, how it is expanding. Um, I, I'm not surprised at all. So, and uh, and you know, like just looking at your uh, platform, the eBay. Oh gosh, uh, I mean, I, I'm in, been in the crypto space for some time, but uh, just getting some of the alerts and just kind of learning a little bit about like like you know, surfing through some of the info, like some some projects I haven't heard of, but you know, great fundamentals really interesting info. I'm just like, wow, that, that surprised me. I can't, I, I, I'm sure some of my friends and, and, you know, some of our traders, you know, in, in our exchange and stuff, they're going to definitely uh, gain incredible value yeah. in a very unique yeah. way. And also what I loved about the EVI dashboard, uh, definitely I recommend is the user interface. Easy to look at. It's not complicated. <laughs> like it's so simple, like just very attractive by the way. So kudos to whoever's working on that uh, uh de definitely uh I, I think that's that'll definitely attract a lot of new people to use you know so um i think that that'll yeah, really, yeah. you know it makes adoption yeah. I, mean, I, I know a lot of people won't take that seriously but honestly i believe like the average joe and jane's out there they will go for that the simplicity yeah, we're gonna the, make the it clean oh go ahead yeah, so we're gonna make it even yeah, sorry, we're going to make it even easier for people. So we are going to have an eBay Lite and an eBay Pro. You can just click on the one you want. And for the professionals, they might click on one with a bit more in-depth information for the Lite. And as you said, it's, it's, it's actually identified some amazing opportunities, investment opportunities. Some of those newer tokens that have the right fundamentals um, that we've upgraded quite substantially. And then you look at the actual performance on them, and they're phenomenal. So eBay is a great one to identify some of those solid new tokens that are coming into the space where you can make multiple x returns so um there's there's various ways you can you can use the platform but definitely it does you know if you want to look anywhere for it i genuinely would recommend ebay is the right place to find the, some good projects just look at the new ones that are coming up that have been upgraded on the ratings um you know we gave some money to people and the, the returns they've got are absolutely phenomenal and we gave it just because we know that they're going to spread the word. So wow. um, when they see what returns they can make from it. So, um, yeah, I, I would recommend people just check it out, use it. Everybody that we know who's been using it has been doing very, very well with it. So that's why, and again, we've done the back testing. So we're going to be launching our own fund. So if you don't want to trade yourself, you can actually just buy eBay, stake into the fund, get the return from the fund and, and leave it leave it to the platform to do it the ai machine learning will do it all for you but if you do like to actually take some of the decision making yourself then use the platform as you say it's uh, quite interactive it's, uh, it's very user friendly that you can actually drill into various aspects of the ratings so there's multi-factor ratings and some people um, focus on different aspects whether it be sentiment or whether it be you know whether liquidity is more important depending on the size of the trades they do there's also different aspects that you can use. And in fact, we've even highlighted liquidity issues using the platform. And then we've noticed like in the days to follow, that it's come out in the news that so-and-so has liquidity issues. So our platform is actually identifying vulnerabilities within particular tokens before it even gets out in the news. So it is powerful. It does have predictive value. And uh, yeah, it's just a pleasure to yeah. be involved with you. I, yeah, no, no, because I'm glad you said that because uh, I, I have used your, you know, the dashboard and stuff. And, you know, uh, 
some some of the stuff was actually pretty was pretty really useful though. Like I'm I'm not I'm I'm still learning all the other ratios and stuff. Like uh, I'm not definitely I'm not a professional trader by any means, but um, just to have that access of information, incredible! I have incredible sense of uh, confidence, you know. So uh, I'm just like man. I mean, to me, it's sort of like a secret weapon because I get to like discover new stuff, new projects, you know. So if it's useful for me, look, look, I think a, a, a lot of uh, you know new people who are entering in the space, they're they're gonna find find out that using eBuy is gonna be fast, easy, and reliable. They'll, they'll, that's what really matters for any new person who's getting in this space. So uh, look, for me. Definitely, uh, uh, I, I, I'm going to recommend it to you know, to, you know, to my people, and uh, they definitely would love to support uh, Evi because you know, uh, as as you know, I, I do work at FMFW, but hey, if this is going to help people to you know be able to free the money, free the world, hey, uh, uh, hey, all yeah. power to it. So I, I'm re- so uh, this is a really exciting <laughs> stuff, man. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you. Much. And obviously, just a, a, obviously, it's eBay.io is the website. Um, I actually post a bit of stuff on Twitter as well, so that's at MD Trade. Um, All right. So people can follow. I sometimes refer to the ratings there. I just do general, um, usually Elliott Wave technical analysis on on the um, on Twitter, but I do sometimes refer to particular tokens. Um, but the educational thing as well, we've got loads of educational stuff on the platform, on the eBay.io platform. There's more and more coming. There's loads more features, more videos. There's going to be so much more there for everybody. And as you say, for people, if they want to do it, um, just look at the rating upgrade. They're rated A down to D. And you can look at the ratings. And when there's big upgrades, potentially that's a buy. Um, or if you want to drill in more, if you're more professional and you want to look at the drill into the ratings you can do that so i would say if you're new to crypto just use the rating simply and look at where's the where's the best rated tokens the ones that have been just upgraded and um, they're usually a, a, they've often shown to be a good buy opportunity and that's just a very simple way of using the ratings and then you can get more and more into it as you become more comfortable and want to more if want to find out more about it so yeah, thank you, Marcus. Thanks so much for the for the opportunity today to talk to you and talk to your audience. Sure. Thank you. No, sure, sure. Yeah, no, 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 no. Thanks for your time, and hey, uh, thank you for your service to the crypto space. I mean, the, the value that you bring in uh, is definitely underrated. But hey, uh, the best is yet to come for you guys. I mean, you guys are working on some really valuable stuff. So uh, you you definitely have a supporter right here. So. Anyways, anyways, I know you got some incredible stuff to work on. You got a, a quite an aggressive roadmap ahead of you, so I'll, I'll let you go. And uh, would we uh, would we be able to see you at the AIBC here in Dubai? Absolutely, we hope to have a top spot there. So we look forward to seeing you there. Awesome. All right. All right. Anyways, uh, th- there you have it, guys. Uh, thank you, Matt. It's a pleasure to talk to you and. Thank you for entering the cryptocosm. So anyways, everybody, we yeah. got to go. We got bigger things to do. So y'all be good. Y'all be safe. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thanks, Marcus.